Good morning. Good morning out there in Radio Land. This is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day that anything is possible. He'll take the impossible and make it possible every single time. Whatever you're going through, He will bring you through it. Maybe not always above it or below it, but always through it because He sticks closer than a brother. And He's never let me down yet. I don't know about Josh and Hannah, but He's never let me down. Not let me down not yet. Me not yet. No, All right, we're going to either. We're in a consensus then, huh? I don't know what kind of drink Hannah's got over there. Um, is it iced it's, coffee? It's an iced coffee, yes. Made with instant instant coffee, though. Man, oh, man. <laughs> um, I can't take cold coffee. It kind of looks like chocolate milk with ice. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's, it's got all these flowers hiding it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's um, pretty good. Yeah. Do you drink iced coffee? I do not drink iced coffee, but now my wife I does. You. I knew I liked you. No, gosh. I like my hot coffee. That's what I like. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, we are, um, today's a big day for Benji and Miss Tara and all yep. of them. We're going to remember them in our prayers today. We're going to pray for them here in a second. Yep. Uh, Benji has a surgery today, I think at 11 o'clock and, um, it's not an open heart, but it is still, um, always, you know, it's on your brain, it's on your mind and yep. we're going to believe God, everything's going to go good and oxygen level is going to stay well and, um, whatever relief he needs and correction in his oxygen level he needs to get we just pray this surgery is productive so um josh won't you lead us in this prayer for yes, sir. Him as the yes, way sir. lord we come to you right now and we just thank yes. you lord for another day that you've given us lord but um as of right now as we come to you we just want to remember benji Goostry this thank morning you. lord we know that you've seen him through so many times Lord god and we know mm-hmm. that he's um he's your child mm-hmm. and lord jesus we just thank you Lord god for the opportunity you, that he has a great testimony and how um you yes. have uh, raised him up to be who he is lord i pray it now for benji this morning mm-hmm. i pray it now for any nerves anything Lord god any yes, kind of jesus. fear anything Lord Jesus, that's trying to attack his body lord we come we against that in, in the name of jesus name. lord i pray it now for the family i pray it now for mm-hmm. tara i pray it now for Stephen, lord and i ask you right now be with each and every one of them Lord god give them strength as well lord i guide the doctor's hands and just be with him lord jesus this morning lord and we're praying right now lord jesus and believing we're going to get a great report this afternoon lord jesus of how everything worked out for your glory and for your good and we just ask you right now that we be a testimony for you through everything that we do in jesus name we pray Amen amen and amen amen well we will continue to pray throughout the day as well uh, we love Benji Mac here, and I know everything's going to go great. Amen. Surgeon Hand's going to be guided. Did you say Benji Mac? That's what we call him, Benji Mac. Oh, because he loves Toby Mac. I thought maybe that was actually his middle name. I was like, wow. No. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, what is his middle name? Benjamin's his real name. Benjamin something. What is his middle name, Benji? I think he's listening this morning. I'm slipping. I, I don't know, brother. I, I do know remember. his name. I mean, I used to call it by him all the time. I'm yeah. picking on him. But well, I like Benji Mac. He can go yeah, that's that. a good one. That's a good one. Benji Mac. So. Yeah, we used to. Call, I call him Benji Mac all the time. Del Ray. That's it. I knew it was it. <laughs> Del Ray. Yes. So. Oh my goodness. I was like, I used to call him that all the time, and it's. <laughs> do you know Ethan's middle name? Well, he has two middle names. You know one of them. Oh, he's my homeboy then. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. two middle names. Right Ethan here homeboy. Too. <laughs> hey, because he's got two middle names just <laughs> like me. What's your two middle names? Huh? What's your Ke- two names? Keith and Finley. All right. Keith after my dad. So is it actually Joshua? Joshua, Keith, Finley, Milburn. And Ethan's? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. <laughs> it's Ethan Thomas Delbert. Delbert? Delbert Hayes. <laughs> oh, I love it. 
But to make it better, he goes by people call him D Bert. So like all of his like little whatever oh, I'm computer, Delbert. Yeah. computer things is D D dot Bert D Bert. It is forever Delbert for me <laughs> now. I know you'll remember this or whatever. And of course, people listen that now at church or whatever. They're probably yeah. like, here we go again. But anyway, I hope my daughter's listening, but she's probably sleeping. What it is with uh, four uh, initials or whatever, I always say, yeah, I'm like radio station. I got my own call letter, JKFM. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I always tell people. Well, so. Keith, I agree. And <laughs> Delbert. Ethan Delbert. Oh, I'm calling. I am going. We got new names this morning, Ethan. That's new what we names. got. Yeah, yeah. New names. That uh-huh. name is not going to pass down to our future generation. <laughs> we'll keep the Thomas. Yeah. Uh, it's no no offense to anybody called Delbert, but the name Delbert will get you into the old man's club at Hardy's a lot faster. If your if your name is Delbert, then you get in the old man's club ten years Man. earlier than everybody else. I I hope Ethan has a uh, has a strong back. You talking about him like that this morning? Man, oh my oh goodness! I think I'll, he's getting one. Oh, that's fun. I love it. Uh, I'm, I was looking, again, um, I have been diligent in my search because I feel like, you know, as brothers in Christ, we should look out for each other, uh, Brother Josh. And my heart has been heavy ever since you shared with me your short arm issue. And I haven't got I've, my shirt yet. I've still yet huh? to find, I have not got the shirt in yet. It's coming. Don't worry. It's going to come. Um, and I've been looking for the support group. I have not found one yet. Um Maybe if, we can get that on our connect table. If, uh, yeah, come on down. <laughs> put that on the prayer wall, brother. <laughs> we'll put that on the app. There's going to be a special link to um, everybody that struggles with short arms. And yeah. um, we understand. Hey, to get me one. <laughs> we understand the struggle is real. Um, and no, sh- uh, let's see here. Joey says no show this morning. Um, are we, I think we're on. Everybody else is listening. So, Joey, maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe it's the app. Is, my, he, is he listening on the app? I don't know. My wife texted me this morning, Benji's middle name, so she... Uh, she She's hearing it, too? There. She's hearing it. So. Well, Del Ray heard it, and um, Delbert probably is listening, and <laughs> Keith is on with us, and uh, my middle name's Michael, so I'm like Archangel. How about man, that? Oh, man. <laughs> I was just reading about Michael last there you night. go. <laughs> um but the short arm, I, I have been heavy for you. Um, if there is no support group that I can find, I will see what paperwork needs to be filed to start one legally. Yeah. And um, I, I would, will do. I would like to say that you say it's a support group, but I don't think I don't feel no support coming from you is my thing. Hey, um, we, hey, we can preach on that. Well, <laughs> the support is coming from the fact that. The support group will be in memory of Joshua Keith Finley Milburn. Well, you remembered it. A That's double-minded awesome. man yep. is unstable in all his ways. <laughs> JK. <laughs> JKFM. <laughs> it's going to be called JKFM. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, oh right. man. No, um, I, I saw this. I, told, I was telling the other day, I was on Facebook. I was on Amazon, and I decided, you know what? I'm going to put in T-Rex shirt. <laughs> And see what happens. And so I was looking through the T-shirts, and there's this one that T-Rex falls on his face, and he can't roll himself over because his arm's too short to push the ground and roll himself. <laughs> so he just now, I may not have that short arm, but we can go there if you want to, all right? <laughs> oh, man. I said I want to buy this shirt. But yeah. I did, it was a company I don't know if I trust or not. You I know, hear you. Like, I hear whenever you. people's buying stuff from that one company and – 
everything else was coming and you didn't know what you were getting kind of deal. What was that company? Well, I better not say the website on there. I don't want to embarrass anybody, but I remember there's like this one thing where everybody's getting stuff dirt cheap, but you may get a product that you didn't even order. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we have Man Up this Thursday night, 6.30 p.m. at Cross Point there in Litchfield in the Southgate Mall. Uh, there's several ways to know where Cross Point is. It is behind Hardee's. Mm-hmm. It is beside Ace Hardware and Pizza Hut. Asian Buffet's right up the road. IGA's right there. The Perot Office, if you know where that's at, it's right there. <laughs> um, that shake place that, what's it called? Litchfield Shakes, is that what it's called? Uh, is it Farm Life? That's the health thing, so I'm not very familiar. Farm fami- Life nu- Nutrition. Yeah, that's the health yep. shakes. I'm not very familiar with anything that is um, associated with healthiness. Uh, and there's a tanning bed, I believe. <laughs> yeah, don't do that either. Um <laughs> I heard Josh is going. Uh, <laughs> said something about tanning helps whoa, whoa, stretch whoa. the muscles. And it Can starts I say something real quick on that part right there, the tanning? You went. Of course, my daughter is getting ready to get married about a month. Uh-huh. So, so she wants you to start going? No. Here's oh. what she told me, brother. She said, if I could, when I'm outside, please take my hat off a little bit where my head will get a little bit more sun on it. <laughs> I tell you what, I got plenty of bush hogging to do. You can hey. bush hog all you want without your hat. I can, she I told can get me. my sister to recommend <laughs> some self-tanner for you. Yeah. She said, hey, Dad, would you please uh, take your hat off a little bit between now and Get a spray tan. <laughs> hey, Suntan City runs a special. Yeah. Would you ever right. do a spray tan? I don't believe so. People do either. it. People do it. People do. You would be surprised. Do. Guys walk in yeah. there. I, would, I don't know. I feel weird. I hear you. You like stay in a cylinder thing and they just spray you. Yeah. So, it's weird. Nah, well, at Suntan City, that a person doesn't do it, so it's better. You go in there and it's like a little a robot machine. machine. Yeah, yeah, but it's still weird. So that's better. Like, it's still like, all right, spray me. <laughs> all right. Um, Josh, Josh Newton said that if you're interested, Royal King is running a sale on reach tools. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> I love it Oh my goodness That's alright I'm fun glad you got that. that out there brother I'm glad we got that out there <laughs> Now every time that somebody's listening right now They see something about short arms They're going to think of me But that's alright Now look uh, I, I Hey do... and then when they think of you They should think of Jesus That's it That's it that, Except thank his you, arms Hannah. are just longer I knew she'd help me out I knew if anybody was going to help me out this morning It'd be Sister Hannah over there Now listen um, I do want to say this. I have a complaint against Josh. He's making all of us look bad. Because my wife, he was in my basement the other day. Um, that his his daughter's wedding shower was in my basement. It's I just it's funny when it's said like that. Hey, hey that's how it is, man. That's what and it is. So Josh is down there and my wife, you know, is going back and forth, kids going out to play the night before, and he is there till like ten o'clock. The night before decorating, and he is working. He's he. I seen him mopping. I seen him sweeping. I seen him building sets for it. I seen him decorating. I saw him eating a couple times. I seen him do this. Seen him do that. And my wife comes up there and she goes, "Josh said you would be doing all that if it was yours." And I was like, "He wouldn't. He wouldn't even be here helping." And I said, "I said the sad part is you might be right." And Josh is making all of us other husbands look bad, and so. You just you, you need to stop making us look so bad. Hey, you just do what you got to do, and that's what we do. So, I mean, anyway. um, no, for three weekends in a row, it's y'all like worked I hard. Hung, I hung out in your basement, I think. Yeah, because I mean, we had my, the my wedding basement. shower, and we had that graduation party. 
yep. that uh, birthday party on, had birthday parties. So I yep. think your all's yep. family could do like an event business or something. They're good. You all need to just build you a wedding venue and <laughs> rent it out. Yeah. Well, don't you think that uh, here lately we uh, somebody ain't been thinking about it. I the Butler sisters. Yeah. So the anyway. th- those three were in there just doing everything. They yeah. know how to. Yeah. They got it together. Well, um, he no, it, it did look awesome all three times. You yep. all did such a good job, and Josh built a bunch of things. You built a whole form or whatever it was for. We had a whole hard old balloon arch anyway. Yeah. So. Did you blow yeah. all those up? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. We actually had that made, but they uh, they said, "Well, if we make it here at our house and you come get it, it'll be like so much cheaper." It's like, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll come get it. So that's what we done. So, well, it was it was good three events and. Um, Josh inspired me to work harder and do better. Um, I'm trying to really. It's kind of like you know. It's what would Jesus do in most of uh, in in our life? So what would Jesus do here? What would Jesus do here? And then whenever now we're trying to be good husbands and good dads, it's what would Josh do? Oh uh, man, man, you're crazy. Uh, let's see here. Uh, tell Josh, brother Jim from his church is working with us today. That's Joey said. Oh, Joey, yep. yep. He told me that uh, brother Jim told me Sunday. He said I'm back at uh, with uh, brother Joey. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So, <laughs> I love your wife. She's so funny. <laughs> I guess she sent you something. Oh, <laughs> she sent me a shirt oh, with man. a T Rex sitting at. And he she says the short arm club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, oh. Miss. I we. Josh, do you see that empty seat over there? Huh? Do you see that empty seat? I, over I still yeah, see it. It's almost like we're envisioning my yeah. wife over there. Yeah, right? it's like there's room. I thought I saw her this morning. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to do. We're going to attempt this morning by the grace of God to get past one verse. Uh, <laughs> we got one verse yesterday in John chapter ten, but it was a good one. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief. And a robber. Verse 2, but he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep to him that porteth open. And the sheep hear his voice, and he call his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him. For they know his voice, and a stranger they will not follow, but will flee from him. For they know not the voice of the strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. So I, I do I do love this because there's so much meat and there's so much um, revelation within this because he's talking about the, you know, stay in the course. There's one way in. But he's talking about also when you do get in, that you're going to know your shepherd's voice. Yeah. That yeah. you'll know his voice. That's right. And um, because if, you, if you're not in and you don't know your shepherd's voice, that's a, that's a big issue. Yeah. But he says those who are in, those who come in the right way, those who come in the correct way, those who come in that one door, them, they will know their shepherd and they will know his voice. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because uh, oftentimes I relate it to like this sometimes, even those that have gone astray, that really, even though they know the Lord's voice, I compare it like this sometimes. Like if you've ever been in a Walmart or some kind of store or whatever, and you ain't heard somebody in a long time, but all of a sudden you hear a voice from the other aisle. You're thinking, hey, I know that voice. Mm. 
And so whether it's somebody you haven't seen in a while or like even if somebody, I'll be honest with you, I've been somewhere and I heard somebody cough. Mm-hmm. And it's like even though I haven't seen them, I know they're cough. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like you you get used to accustomed, you get accustomed to knowing what they do and knowing how they react. And so I often uh, think about how when those that have gone astray, they know they know the Lord's voice. Mm-hmm. They may not be taking heed to it. They know it, but think about it is unless they take heed to it. It's not really going to benefit them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're not listening for it. That's mm-hmm. it. And I've been there before, and I used to be like, why can't I hear the Lord's voice? Why can't I hear the Lord's voice? And yeah. I wasn't even necessarily in a place of sin. Right. I wasn't even, I was kind of being stagnant because I was like so upset that I couldn't hear his voice. But then I realized it's because I was talking too much. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> I was thinking too much. Uh, yeah. My mind was so distracted. And so when you're so distracted on everything but Jesus, you're it's going to be hard to hear his voice. That's it. But when you actually just sit still and listen for his voice, you will hear. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. You know, he's at, um, we was at the hardware store the other night, and um, we were there. I was just kind of looking around, killing a few minutes, and Heather brought Ivy in to the store. They have, like, these little shopping carts with the steering wheel, and she really enjoyed that. <laughs> but I was with Eliza because Eliza had to go to the bathroom. So... I didn't even know Heather and Ivy was inside. I thought they were still outside in the car for a minute. And we heard Ivy way before we ever seen them. But she was actually saying something she's never said before. She was so excited about the steering wheel. (laughs) But you could still, because you know her voice and you know her sound, even if she's not saying the same thing she's always said, I was still able to look at Eliza and go, that's Ivy. And you knew it way before. And that's what's so significant is even though – he may be saying something to you different than he's ever said to you. You still know his voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're yeah, always true. looking for his voice. And we wasn't even we wasn't even paying attention at like, you know, to what she was saying. We just knew her voice. So mm-hmm. when I got there, I was like, well, that's, that's a sound I never heard her make before. And I think that's significant in what God's doing today because he's doing a new thing. He's doing a new sound. And some people can't hear it because they really don't know his voice. They only know tradition and they know what Grandma Sally said it should sound like. Come on. But whenever you really are in tune with his voice, you can flow and discern and be sensitive to what he's doing. And I think that's so significant because he don't always have to sound like he sounded yesterday. He never changes. Like his character, who he is, never changes. (laughs) But sometimes he asks us to fish in a different way or Mm -hmm. he'll tell us to fish in a different spot or he'll say, throw the nets out here. Well, I've done throw the nets out. The time for nets zone's over. Well, no, I say throw them out again. Or, you know. Um, mm-hmm. dropping your friend through the roof. Like, all of these things could be different. And he's yeah. always doing a new thing. The problem is we're not always hearing him for the new thing because, unfortunately, I'm going to say this as nice as we can, some people's never heard him in the first place. They just heard what of him, and they heard what he yeah. should be saying. Mm-hmm. And so we're running off of that. So when he is doing a new thing, that's why the Pharisees and Sadducees couldn't hear it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is because they really didn't know his voice. They only knew traditions the man. That's right, man. Yeah. And so me. And I believe well, I know that when someone else will speak to you, maybe a word of encouragement or maybe just something that the Lord is speaking to you, you will know if it's from the Lord when yeah. someone else is speaking. Right. <clears throat> you will know if it's from him or if it's not. Um and I'm so thankful for that because, you know, people could speak all kinds of things to you. That, yeah. that could be harmful to you or that can be helpful. Right. Mm-hmm. 
know what I mean? So many times, you know, that I believe that people has listened to wrong voices because it sounded better to them than something else that was supposed to be said. You yeah. see, because as a Christian, sometimes we think that, and it's all about the Lord blessing us. It's all about the Lord being there for us. But then again, in amongst all those things, sometimes it's a correcting word. Yep. Sometimes it's a word that necessarily is not going to feel good to our flesh. And think about it is, if you say it's from the Lord and it feels good to your flesh, more than likely it's not from the Lord. Yeah. Because it's not going to please. What he tells us to do and what he instructs us to do is not going to please our flesh. No. You know, that's why we die daily. That's why we kill the flesh. That's because we want everything that he has for us to come out in a way that will make sure that he gets the glory and the honor. So yes. the, part of that is knowing his voice and this is something that i say quite often i can't really sit here and look at you guys and tell you guys i have audibly heard him mm -hmm. you know uh but i do know uh, i go back to uh, my pastor brother billy uh being reminded one time he was going to louisville about 14 years ago and he said that he heard the lord audibly speak to him trust me and he said he stopped the truck and turned around and thought somebody was right there in the truck with him. Mm -hmm. It was so that much powerful and audibly, but myself, but I still know that he's speaking to my spirit. Mm -hmm. I still know what he's saying. I still, yeah. you know, that's that's about like um, uh, me, and my, me and my wife, Rachel. I mean, there's certain things that, hey, she ain't gotta say. I just know that she needs this or know that she, she knows that I need this. You know, ain't that I gotta tell her that I need it. She just knows that I need it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, to tell her that, hey, you know, it's about like a lot of times. A lot of times we tell each other I love you, this and that. But just because we don't say I don't say I love you, you know, whether it be to my wife or whoever, that doesn't mean I don't love you. That means I'm just doing it by my actions. Because actually, we say actions speak louder than words. Yeah. Not only tell me, show me. <clears throat> and, you know, I'm thankful yeah. that Jesus showed us, and I'm thankful that He continues to show us that. Hey, even when someone goes astray, I'm going to show you my love, but I'm going to always be there for you waiting for you waiting yeah. for you. Mm -hmm. so. and he knows us he created us so he speaks a message but in different ways to yeah. different people right he'll use different delivery methods that's good Amen. yes yes he will and his voice is like josh said it's not always <laughs> audible yeah. it can be yeah i believe be. it can be yes i do too but sometimes his voice is situations he uses sometimes his voice is that still small voice down Maybe just the Holy Spirit bringing a remembrance of scripture or something like that. That happens a lot. Um, or maybe I've had people say something to me before, and they're completely unintentional about what they say. But it's like, what did you just say? And it was like, I could just feel it was like a word. Like, they didn't even mean to give me a word. It was like the Lord just used their words. Used their mouth to just yes. speak to you without them even knowing I it. mean, yep. if he used yep. a donkey, I know he can do that. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, over and over we've seen where... Well, even like I said earlier, like a situation happens and it's like he's using the situation actually to speak to you, to yeah. show you something. Um, and I think, honestly, it's just to know him. And we do have the blessing and the privilege and the honor to know his word yeah. and always have a word. Like we never, we could always look for a rhema word and a rhema would be that spoken word, that fresh, that fresh word. <clears throat> but in all actuality, we always have a word and it's right in front mm -hmm. of us. And honestly, all the logos will always become the rhema if we allow the Holy Spirit to kiss it and use it. So yeah. it's um, 
You know, we, yeah. we should never be desperate for a word from mm-hmm. God because the word of God is the word of God. And it speaks yeah. to us all the time. And I'm not saying that now some cessationalists will say, well, yeah, you have the word. You don't need God to speak anymore. Now I'm not saying that, but I'm right. saying we never are desperate for a word because it's usually right because here. He like, yeah. That's good. And when That's we good. have this word in our heart, I've noticed it makes the rhema word a lot it makes it makes sense mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot more. Um, it brings that wisdom and understanding to the rhema word. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and it helps helps your ear get cut on a little bit, so you're hearing right. Like Joey sent me a text said you got to turn down the volume of the world. Well, the only way you turn down the volume of the world is stop focusing on the world. Yeah. Like that's it. Like you, yeah. if you are always pondering, it's a choice. You you've you've got to stop. That's good. Like yeah. you know, it's we always want to. We always say, well, we're just gonna like turn off all the ambient noises but yet we keep all the ambient noises on mm-hmm. and right. so you either have to make that that choice am i going to listen to the voice of the lord or am i going to vis- listen to the voice of babylon wow. to antichrist like which one am i going to do because you can't serve two masters and we always use that in the sense of money or greed or mammon but you also can't serve two masters in the form of well i want god's voice but i also want filthy entertainment i want god's voice but i also want this and I want that and I want this and it's not a buffet like you don't just get to pick and choose what you want to eat and not to eat and at the end of the day still be full it's you eat the voice of the Lord you take that in because if you take in other things what goes in is going to get out of you eventually right. mm-hmm. because uh, you know it's it's you are what you eat I hate to see my body but um, you are what you eat and yeah. that yeah. what you input Output, yeah. input, output. Yeah, comes out. You know, and you talk about voices, brother, and voices that might not be beneficial to our life. Mm-hmm. And see, I think I just got this when you was talking, brother. But uh, you know, I think too many people have turned down the voices instead of just cut them off. Mm-hmm. You see, so you know you can turn them down, but it's always there for you to actually ease up a little bit. Turn them and off. Have you ever before? I think that's what Joe, Joey said. Yeah. That's awesome, and that's kind of why we keep talking about it because it's something that's a great word or whatever. But even I've done this before. I don't know. It may sound that's weird, good. but it's almost like you turn the radio all the way off. But sometimes, if if you got earphones on, like I remember as a kid or whatever, maybe in the car, even though you know that it volumes turned all the way down, it's almost like you can still hear a little something because you didn't turn it off. Mm-hmm. And so I believe that that's you know that's what's happened to a lot of people. They've turned them down, and it's just like, good, I got it out of the way, but it's always there for them to just turn it back up. And I don't know so. why I'm talking about this with this little Tom, but um, that can even go with deliverance. So, yeah. like, I believe that there's some people that have not ever truly been set free from some things, Come on. but the volume has just got turned down. And yeah. the enemy knows the, you know, demonic things. They know how to quiet themselves so that they won't be found out. Right. So that they won't be exposed. That's good. And people can think they are free from something because it just got turned down. But then whenever they're alone, whenever they're in a weak spot, yeah. it comes right back up. That's it. And wow. so that's why we have to take the axe to the root and truly, you know, walk in true freedom. That's it. But mm-hmm. I believe that that happens. That's awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, <clears throat> I like that visual. Turning it down, turning it. Let's just cut it off. <laughs> Turn it off. It's kind of like throw out the whole radio. That's it. That's it. 
But keep box two. Yeah, keep box two right now. Come on now. You throw out a, okay. <laughs> you just, we need to find a different, uh, a different visual, a different volume visual. Um, throw out the whole phone. You know, you can turn up and down your phone too. Yeah, but I, I do think that what you're hearing here's here's an example of how powerful what you're hearing is affects yeah. every aspect of your life. Because if you're trying to figure out where to go, <clears throat> you're looking for a spot. But I don't care who you are. You turn down the radio. Because you're focusing, and yeah. you don't need anything else to distract you from trying to figure wow. out where you're at. That's it. And so I'm looking, okay, where's the road? What I'm hearing has no effect on where the road is. But still, yet you do. But because of your senses are connected yeah, to each other. that's good. Your, your hearing affects your perception, and your perception and your perspective yeah. is really fun. It's feeding from your brain and everything. So once you're hearing your brain, you're trying to see with your brain too, and those two are colliding. And you got to make sure you're hearing the right thing if you're going to see the right thing because they have to be in unison wow. because you can't be hearing one thing with your ear and trying to see another thing with your eyes and do another yeah. thing with your hands. You've got to be on the same page. And that's why unity, not just within the body, but unity within yourself is yes. so important. you got to get your hands, your eyes, your ears all on the right path, on the right unity, right frequency, which is 91.5 Box 2 Radio. Um, and, you know, it's, and the Holy Spirit. It's, it and is. The Holy Spirit's here. Um, right. and, but it's, that's why it's so important. Like, quit listening to something and expecting your hands to do a different thing. Yep. Yep. You can't do it. It's Amen. not going to work. Amen. That's right. And quit watching things and then expect you to hear the correct thing. Yeah. You've got to get your senses, what you're seeing, what you're hearing, what you're smelling, what you're touching, all of these on the same page. Amen. 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 All righty. Well, we're going to go to our first trivia question of the morning for this Tuesday. Tuesday question number one, sponsored by the Sicilian Bank. What elderly woman recognized the infant Jesus has as the Messiah? As the Messiah? What elderly woman recognized the infant Jesus as the Messiah? 270-257-2689. We'll be right back here after the break on Mornings of Box 2 Radio on the Box 2 Radio Network. Welcome. Well, welcome back into Mornings of Box Two Radio on the Box Two Radio Network. This is May the twenty third, two thousand twenty three, and we are very excited and thankful that you all have chosen to give us your ear for a couple hours on each weekday morning from seven to nine a.m. Central Time here on the Box Two Radio Network. Uh, you can find the Box 2 Radio Network on 91.5 Litchfield, Hardensburg, 91.1 Highsville, Glasgow, or 98.3 Owensboro, Kentucky. Of course, we are listening. You can listen live on our new app. Just download the Tithely Church app. Again, Tithely, T-I-T-H-E, period, L-Y. And then Church app, once you download that, then you can just search Box 2 Network and then press yes. And you don't have to do that again. It'll be there on your phone. You can also follow the link that we've shared on social media on our Facebook page. That will take you to the app to download to. And again, once you download the Tidely Church app, all you have to do is just search the Box 2 network and you'll be good. Like you just punch that, push change, and you don't have to do it anymore. It'll be a regular app from that point forward. So it's not too bad, but it is a much better app than our old one. The old one will start to phase out in just a week or two. So just kind of giving everybody a heads up on that. And um, you can also listen live on the www.box2radio.com website page. You can listen live there as well. On our app, they have 
um, we have our podcast link as well, and that gives you access to previous broadcasts in the morning. And then a, a couple of the broadcasts, um, we put Brother Todd Mingus is on there. Hope uh, for today. Hope for today. That's a bilingual one that's on there. And um, they have, he has, sometimes he does it, sometimes he has some guys from Venezuela, not Venezuela, Honduras, sorry, wrong, wrong nation, <laughs> Honduras that will go. And they travel two hours one way to record um, the broadcast, and wow. they do a great job. Um, and then we have some of the Bethel sermons and services on there as well. Um, for those who have asked for those, we've, we've got those on there um, just as an opportunity for people who want to listen to sermons or whatever from, from, from Bethel Live. And um, we get a lot of re- we get a lot of people asking how to get to those, mm-hmm. and so we just figured yeah. it'd be easier just to put them right there. <laughs> Excuse me. And I know that coming up here, honestly, it's just two and a half, three weeks now. Hannah, do you want to tell them about the women's conference right around the corner? Yes. Now that we have all the info for that, we need to get that. I need to get that up on the app for everybody. But um, so we're gonna have Miss Megan Fortner with us. She's been on the radio before, and I know a lot were listening when she came on because I've gotten a lot of feedback um, that she really encouraged a lot of people. Um, and if you don't follow her on Facebook, you should. Um, it's Megan Fort Fortner, um, spelled pretty much exactly how it sounds. Um, and something we, so this is a women's conference. It's going to be June 9th and 10th. Um, the 9th is a Friday and it's going to start at 6 PM here at Bethel. Um, and then the 10th is a Saturday. It'll be starting at four. Um, and there will be food refreshments. Um, and then we will have the actual, we will have the conference in the sanctuary though. So we will have the refreshments over in the multi-purpose building, but we will have the conference in the sanctuary. Um, and we're super excited for that. And something that we didn't even, we didn't think would be possible, but thanks to Pastor Aaron and Brother Joe, <laughs> um, we're going to have childcare available. Wow. Um, because I know a lot of other Coffee with Jesus <clears throat> events and Arrow. So the Arrow Ministries here at Bethel and then Coffee with Jesus is kind of partnering up. Leaders are partnering up with those to kind of host this and, and uh, allow this to happen here at Bethel. So um, we're really thankful that the guys stepped up <laughs> and offered awesome. to make a way for child care because I know that a lot of times moms feel like a burden if they're bringing their 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 kids or maybe not even a burden, but it's just hard for them to focus yeah. with their kids there right. with them. Um, and we're, we're just super thankful for that. So I, we want to keep reiterating that there will be childcare because we want all, all the women who want to be there to be able to be there and be able to be fed. And a lot of times mothers, um, they get the end of the deal that isn't always, um, they, they just have to be there for their kids. So sometimes they miss out on a lot yep. of things. Um, and we appreciate our mothers, um, in the body of Christ and we're super thankful for the childcare. So again, um, it's going to be a really good event. Um, we're expecting her, Megan Fortner's ministry is called faith and fire ministries. And so we're expecting some fire, like we're expecting fire to fall, um, revival, um, deliverance, healing, all, all of the things and to just be encouraged and empowered, on how to better fight the enemy and how to better um, just grow in the Lord, yeah. really, together. Um, so we're super excited for that. Again, we will post uh, remind you know a reminder of the child care on social media as well, but we do have on our Box 2 radio 
well, actually, I think it's our Bethel Facebook, but we can share it also to our Box 2 Radio Facebook, a little um, information about all of this. But again, it's um, June 9th and the 10th, that weekend. The 9th, it'll start at 6 p.m., and the 10th, it will start at 4 p.m. And let me just give some creditation to me and Joe. Uh, <laughs> I just want to get, I just want you to know. Whose idea was that? What I want to know, yeah. man. It was, it was uh, Daddy Joe's. Um, he said, we need to get them childcare. I said, okay. Well, <laughs> just so you can say, well, I don't know about guys doing childcare. Between Joe and I, we do have 15 kids. <laughs> that um, is true. And oh, Joey is also helping. And Joey's going to help, too? Joey's going to help. All right, Man. so now we Thank add three you, more Joey. kids. Um, and Megan. <laughs> so now we're at 18 kids between us three. <laughs> And they've, I mean, they're, they're That's all, like a full nursery already, brother. I mean, you better believe I'm pulling my kids into help. Um, all right, my kids are, my kids are been tasked. They have been tasked and they have been given the opportunity to serve the Lord in helping us. Um, and, and so, but. Um, Donna you know, is really good. Joe's um, one of yeah. his oldest girls. Yeah. Yeah. She's really helpful. Well, and, um, you know, it's, you know, and if there is a pregnant lady in the house. Um, uh, you know, Joe has, he is, he is kind of like a delivery doctor midwife now, <laughs> um, because the last baby yet, he delivered his own. Man, um, oh man. I say at church all the time that when I grow up, I want to be like Joe. Uh, <laughs> and so a man's man. Um, and see, I'm, we're going to be doing it in the gym. So the kids are going to be able to run and play and we'll have an oppor- we'll have also a place for, for babies and those who we need to take care of too. We have, we have taken care of a lot of babies as well. I'm a, I'm a diaper changing pro. Um, <laughs> I, I can do it with the best of them. I had one time we had two kids in diapers at the same time, and we got to the point where I could change both diapers at the same time. Just one go. hand, one hand. Man, oh man. Um, yeah, and so we, we got it. All right, we got this. So feel confident with us. Um, we'll take care of your kiddos, and I promise you by the end of the night, they will come home. Maybe not in one piece, but maybe they will be home. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, Joe, hey, Josh. Yeah. It's it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. And and yes, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't Let's not do Tuesday yet. Because we, we did have an answer for the trivia question. Okay. Uh, Miss Jerry got the answer right. Leave it to Miss Jerry. She's a walking machine when it comes to the Bible. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and that answer, let me get to the question. What elderly woman recognized the infant Jesus as the Messiah? Anna. Luke 2, 36 through 38. So congratulations, Miss Jerry, um, on getting that correct. Joey says, what's a bacon enthusiast's favorite play? Helmet. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Joey wants to know: Do but do we get food if we do childcare? Yes. Yes, because um, we need all the energy and the strength that we can get. All right. Uh, you got to convince them to come somehow, brother. Maybe I think I heard somewhere like the men running the childcare get steak and baked potatoes. But oh. I, I maybe I dreamed that. You dreamed that. I thought I, you I, just heard that. Daddy daycare. Daddy daycare. Christian version. Look, that, that, now we're not getting no ideas. Like this is a, <laughs> yeah. this is a one event. That's it. One event. We're not doing no ch- daddy daycare. That's not in the picture. Um, we, me, I already run a daddy daycare at home, and so I don't need another. Well, this one. is a one-time event. One-time yeah. daddy daycare. Yeah. No, we take it in while we get the help. That's right. That's we're right. we're excited to do it. We're excited get the word it. out. Get the word out. Feel the gym up. We, We've got, um, I got some ideas with the gym and um, some games and activities, and we're we're gonna do we'll do snacks and, um, you know, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a great night. It's gonna be a great night. And if it's a pretty weather, we may take them out back in the park or something like that too. Depending on how many babies we get, if we get a lot of babies, you know, um, you know, I'm I'm pretty good, but I don't know how many babies I can take out by side 
outside by myself and <laughs> um so i'll just leave joe if with the there's babies games and activities ethan might show up if there's help. games and activities <laughs> yes uh all right so basically that's saying me and Ethan is going to go play golf upstairs and Joe and Joey, you got it all. All right. Joe, Joe and Joey. Yeah. Joe and Joey daycare. Like that's, that's ringing, right? That's right. Oh hey, God. you're allowed to put them kids to work. Hey. Hey, because I know what you deal with uh, little Ivy and Cloud back there. Uh, Child labor. Don't yeah. talk about that. Uh, <laughs> hey, but listen, he done it right, though. He put, I mean, for real, I like to, I know I'd say this a lot, but I was back here. I took one of the ranch boys. They helped me or whatever. And uh, I was going back there, and I seen Aaron Weed eating. Well, then Ivy was over there in the stroller asleep under the shade tree, and Cloud would follow him around. So, yeah. anyway, I know he was training them upright, but, I mean, he know that he's uh Daddy first, you know what I'm saying? Hey, they trained her right to love that stroller. In in my defense, too, she uh, she was always positioned in at least about 50 feet away where I had plenty of access. Yes, yes. And her stroller was turned away from me with protection. So anybody out there that says, blah, 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 hey, you got to do what you got to do. All right, you got to do what you got to do. That's it. Hey, we might need to rope in some more uh, help. But (laughs) I'm really thinking, I'm really thinking it could be something you could really tag this well, like, um, entertainment with Joe and Joey. Yeah. Oh, man. Child care with Joe and Joey. It might be hey. the new blues clues. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who knows? Hey, it, you talked about Daddy Decker, Hannah. <laughs> then he all of a sudden took himself out of the picture. I know. Said, I noticed that. Did you notice that? He did it very subtly. He did it. He thought, man, I'm going to make it sound good. Get out of this one. Choom, see you later. <laughs> he, he's trying to desensitize <laughs> Joe, us Joe, to what's happening. Joey and Joe, if y'all listening, we got you back. I promise you. Aaron ain't going nowhere. We won't let him go anywhere. Him and Ethan are going to stay if there's food. So oh, That's true. <laughs> no, but uh, Mr. Mary says that Connor makes up for three babies. He's a handful. And then oh, that just made me think Connor. of baby Brett, too. Whew, y'all might need some extra help. <laughs> they're oh, they're we're fast. Good. <laughs> we're good. We're good. We can do this. Uh, we can do this. I love little Connor and baby Brett. Uh, they're yeah. so much fun. And little Connor, he, he's got to where he'll reach for me when I'm around him oh. some. And the other day, I held him outside. And then Joey goes, you want to come back? And he just kind of goes, hmm. And we walk away. I mean, like, okay, we got you. He is, he's such a cool little boy. Cool little boy. So is Brett. And um, (laughs) I'm excited for it. So this is Tuesday, though. And on Tuesday, we do the manna on, from Monday. But this manna preserves itself till Monday. Tuesday. (laughs) Till Tuesday. (laughs) It's a supernatural manna that goes ahead and left over for the next day because it's still fresh. Yep. So give it to us, Bristol. All right. Well, Mr. thank Keith. you. Um. <laughs> thank you so much for letting me do this. But uh, this is my manna on Monday yesterday when I posted on Facebook. But I got a Matthew twenty one thirteen. It says, "And said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves." Mm-hmm. So my question to you guys this morning is, and the listeners, what have you made it? We always point the finger, look at what others done, so we can learn from it. But at the end of the day, ask yourself that question. As you read this, can be, you can be honest with yourself by reflecting upon what you've made the church to be. Also, we can see what God doesn't want it to be. When something was spoken in the New Testament, I absolutely love how our Lord points out this, what was written back many years before him. If you look at Isaiah and Jeremiah, you'll find it referenced about, to, about this, about his temple. Even when Satan tempted Jesus... We see where he would often say words to attack the enemy, but then he would always come back with the Word of God and say, It is written. Allow the Word of God to fight our battles. 
but also allow the Word of God to confirm itself. How does it confirm itself? Through Jesus. If we haven't made our lives our lives houses of prayer, then how are we going to expect to make our churches that? If church service is the only time we pray, then that's actually what we have made as church, a den of thieves. The true church is going to rise up in these last days, mm -hmm. and those that have made it what it is, what it is not is nothing less than counterfeit Christianity. Not only does the world need to see the true church arise, but also, to be honest with you, the church needs to see the true church arise. Mm -hmm. God's temple will not be made a den of thieves, and to all, that, to all the ones that are making a mockery of what it should be will one day give an account of how they chose to make the truth something that it's not. Mm -hmm. Understand this, that the church he comes back for will look like him, and is one who have made their house a house of prayer. Mm -hmm. Be strong, stay strong, we strong. So yeah. anyway, just something about, um, I think it was Sunday night or maybe Sunday morning, I was uh, filling in for a pastor up in Hardin County on Sunday morning. Was it homecoming? But anyway, it was not a homecoming. Yeah. I knew just you'd say that. <laughs> it was not a homecoming. But anyway, so now that pastor there, he was at a homecoming, but I wasn't, so. Anyway, but uh, Fair enough. Fair so enough. it was something about being said that how it is written. It wasn't even this passage of scripture. It was something else, but uh, something about how the word of God confirms itself by going back to what was written back many years ago. Because many people at that time, I believe, brother, was uh, thinking, well, this is a new thing. Why is this all of a sudden? Come? No, it's from back many years ago. You know, often the time when the enemy attacks us, we think, what are we going to do? What else can we do but use the word of God against the attack of the enemy? Mm -hmm. So, you know, but we have made the, we have actually made the houses of the Lord. Maybe not all, and I know not all of this because you have, but many people have made the houses of the Lord's a den of thieves yeah. instead of a house of prayer. Mm -hmm. so. yeah. yeah. And, you know, I was, that is something I've actually been thinking about a lot over the last couple of days about the church. Yeah. Um, because when you say the nature of the church, a lot of people wouldn't even really know what I'm talking about. That. Right. But when I, when I say, and we teach about the nature of the church, we're talking about what is the church really for? Like, what's the purpose of the church? What's the reason for the church? Cause it's not just a 501 C three organization. It is a purpose. There's a right. destiny. There's a reason um, and the church is vitally important to the kingdom and the kingdom is the culture of the church. Like we talked about yesterday, but I was listening to a guy named St. Clair Ferguson and most people wouldn't know who that is. And, um, I'm not necessarily telling you to go look him up. I listen to him. He's, he's a little hard to listen to. He's, he's got a, he's got a, he's got a pretty thick accent. Um, and, um, he's very, he's not, he's not excitable to listen to, but he's a really good Bible teacher, but he was talking yesterday and he said something and it really sparked my interest because he's talking about the nature of the church. And he he made this statement, and at first it was kind of like, it really made me think for a minute, but then I started thinking about it. I was like, man, that's a really good statement. Yeah. He says the church has lost the ability to know what the church is here for. And wow. basically he was saying this. He says there's a people who know how to present the gospel but don't know what they're here for. Mm -hmm. And he said that we've, cre we've tried to convince people for so long how bad they are we forget to convince them how good they were created to be. Yeah. And that the gospel gets us into a position to where we can be who we're created to be, not just to who we become. 
because through the fall, we have become sinful. And that is part of the gospel presentation of Romans chapter three. And it's true. We need to establish like we, we have to establish that we are sinners. Right. If somebody says they have not sinned, they're a liar. Like we're not ripping that away. But we teach our sinful sinfulness so much that we forget to teach who we were really created to be because the gospel brings us back into unison and brings us back into per, um, communion with him. But really, it it breaks the curse. Yep. It breaks that fallen nature. Yep. And so he's trying to get the church who the church was originally supposed to be, and that was Adam and Eve in the garden. Right. And mm-hmm. so the true nature of the church is perfect perfection with him. And that's why he says, until we've been made into the perfect man, come into unity, one mind, one accord, one spirit, one baptism. He's trying to get us there. And St. Clair was talking about how for so long we've just tried to convince everybody we're sinners, we're this, we're that, we're this, we're that, we're sinners, you're filthy, you're wretched, you're this, that we forgot to we forgot to teach people who we were really created yeah. to be. Right. And for so long, I started thinking about this. The church has become den of thieves. The yeah. church has become this. The church has become that. And now we've got to encapsulate what the church is to become, not what just she is. Yeah. And that's the question of what you were saying right there. You were posing, which one are you? Yeah. Are you going to be what the church is supposed to be? We, or are you going to make it a den of thieves? We see where even in the beginning of the church, there was people making mockery of the church and trying to do things in the church that wasn't even right. That's when it even began. Sure. All right. So we take so many years later now and people are still doing some of the same things. Mm-hmm. Even within our local assembly, sometimes there may be people in there that really could care less. They're just there just because it's Sunday. They go to church. But instead of making it a house of prayer. But see, if you can't make your churches a house of prayer, the only reason you can't make the churches a house of prayer is because at home our own house is not a house of prayer. Mm-hmm. See, in order for us to make our churches a house of prayer, our homes have got to be that as well. Yeah. So I think one of the reasons I thought about this situation here too, because I preached a message Sunday night about how havoc happens. The word havoc is only mentioned in the Bible once, and that's when Saul, you know, before he came Paul, wreaked havoc on the church. Mm-hmm. But then I began to think about how the Lord come in and more or less he didn't really it don't say the word havoc here when he come into the temple and started, Hey, what are y'all doing? What are y'all making my temple to be? Mm-hmm. You know, but more or less he was you know, he's wreaking havoc just as some of us need to be doing now. They're saying, Hey, havoc against the things in the church that's not right so that we can wreak havoc on the world and let them realize that Jesus is that Jesus is real. Yep. Yeah. And if you think about a thief, you know, and you like your mindset coming to church too. Sometimes I believe a lot of our mindsets are, well, what can I get today? Yeah. And not that the Lord will pour out his spirit. The Lord will, you know, give you blessings and all this, but our mindset should be to come and worship him and yeah. to come and serve right. and come and give, give everything we have mm-hmm. to him. But a lot of times it's just, what can I get? Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, yeah. And, wow. you know, Brother Ernie does that one illustration where he takes a white piece of paper, puts one black dot, yeah. and say, what do you see on that paper? Well, you see the black dot. Yeah. All right? But we don't see all the white behind around it. We right. just see that one black white dot. Well, if I was to walk up to somebody, though, and say, tell me four things the church is doing wrong, it would wow. be easy. Wow. Like, 
if I did it right now, could you yeah. tell me four things in the world? Today? I could probably tell you a few things, yes. Now tell me four things the church should be doing. And it's like you have to think for a minute because we've yeah. become so unaccustomed with it. Yeah. And so wow. That's we, good. we have to be who God's created us to be. And so when you talk about the church, we're to be a house of prayer. We're also to be taking care of the widows and orphans. We're also to be feeding the poor. We're also to be um, praying and seeking the face of the Lord. We're also to be to worship. We're also to be turned away from our wicked sin. Like all these things are the things the church should be doing. Yeah. And, and so, like, I think the enemy wants us to get encapsulated and get in this reciprocal cycle where we're chasing our own tail and staying in bondage and staying yep. in mm-hmm. Egypt. And it's like we become desensitized to Egypt to such, such a point that we don't even realize we're there anymore. Yeah. And uh, before long, when we should be a house of prayer, we're a house of thieves and we don't even realize we're stealing. Yeah. Come on. And so I think that's why we need teachers that are teaching what not to do. But then we also need teachers that are teaching us what to do. Exactly. Because you really can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. Because if you only teach what to do, then people will start doing wrong things and it'll just get sweeped under the rug and or get missed. But if you're teaching what not to do and what to do, then it covers it covers it. everything. Nobody has an excuse to do something that you shouldn't. And nobody has an excuse not to be doing yeah. what the Lord's called us to do. Yep. And but I do think for a season, and in my last, you know, two decades of of ministry, I've preached a lot and heard a lot of people saying what the church shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. But no, I've not really heard a lot of people I, talk I about this I is agree. what the church needs to be doing. Yeah. And I think this is it, and we got to go to break, um, is that it's cheaper to talk about what we shouldn't be doing than to invest the work in what we should be doing. Wow. Yeah. So if we just complain about the problem but never fix it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we kick the can down the road. So we need to know what the problem is. The problem has to be exposed, but bring a solution to the table. Yep. Come on now. Um, Amen. Amen. All right, we'll be right back here after the break on Mornings of Box 2 Radio on the Box 2 Radio Network. Welcome back. Welcome. Welcome back into Mornings of Box 2 Radio. On this day, on the day that the Lord has made, this is May 23rd, 2023, and we're excited that you've joined in. I know I didn't read the question before the break. Um, Josh hit me already. Um, I'm going to have a bruise. When I go home, I'm going to tell him. All right, you tell him what I've done I, This is what I'm going right? to tell him. I'm yeah. going to say, honey, I don't know how his arm reached me, but he got me. All right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. All right. Tuesday question number two, sponsored by Farm Bureau Insurance. After what event does Jacob receive his new name? After what event does Jacob receive his new name? 270-257-2689. Get your name in for the drawing this two-week period. Um, actually, I think Dwayne Kidd is sending back the storehouse car because he never comes to Litchfield. So he said, I want to redonate this back oh. in. Yeah, it's awesome. So that $20 storehouse gift card is going to be on the table again for this two-week period. That sounds okay. great. And so I um, appreciate that, Pastor Dwayne. He called me the other day. He said, I don't really, uh, you know, I'm just going to redonate it back in because I don't yeah. know if I'll basically be able to get to use it. Oh, bones are ringing. So All right, Audrey, you got that. Audrey, if you're listening, it's getting back in. So All right. Try, try again. <laughs> try, try again. She was hoping when she got her name in there, it would be drawn. But then she ended up getting a storehouse card at the girls' banquet. How's so that? It worked out. It worked How out. cool is that? It's awesome. Um, yeah. Audrey, she's such a, a sweet little girl. Yeah. She's so nice. Um and um, that whole family is a great family. Yeah. Really, really love that family a lot. A little Easton, he's so fun too, and he 
He loves that. He loves that baseball and football and stuff too. But um, good stuff. Again, that question: What does the um, that's yesterday's? After what event does Jacob receive his new name? Well, Pastor Josh has got a friend in here this morning, and she's fired up and ready to go. He's going to tell you all about this youth event happening this weekend that my daughter is. She's going to. She says she just. Excited. She's going to it. Um, I'm going for the haircut. Can, can adults get a haircut? Absolutely. I need a haircut. She, she wanted a haircut too. Yep. Absolutely. Man, I, I told her I'd shave her head. She yeah. wouldn't let me. I she wouldn't that, let you do that. Man, oh man. I wanted to. I think uh, the thing that got her though was when she heard free goodies. Yes. Uh, yeah. there, there will be lots of free goodies. Um, <laughs> Um, well, I want to introduce uh, Sister Ashley real quick. Yes. Sister Ashley Tucker, good to have you this morning. For the listeners that may not know who she is, she's actually the youth director at Cole's uh, Cumberland Presbyterian Church, and actually has got this event uh, that has started. It's going to be this Saturday, but I'm going to go ahead and let you, Ashley, talk about this Saturday a little bit, uh, just whatever the Lord lays on your heart about everything that you guys have prepared for that so i'll go ahead and uh, introduce you and say thank you for being here and just uh, feel free to say whatever all right thank you for the opportunity it's an honor <coughs> to be here this morning um i'm excited about this event again it's um my name's ashley and this event will be held at the family life center um in westview there you go um and it's uh, saturday may 27th from 11 to 4 um we're going to have several different churches represented there um just to name a few josh you might have to help me yeah. i know um Falls of Rough, um, Baptist Church will be there, um, Hudson um, Community Church, our church, Coyle Cumberland Presbyterian Church. Um, you have Brother Kelly from Stensville, Stensville too. Stensville, um, and then Sister Angie Tucker will be there. Yeah. Help me with her church. I'm <laughs> Harvest, froze. Harvest for Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah. um, and then there's some more right off, but I can't, I can't. We'll be there for Madrid. We'll Madrid. be there for Madrid. So <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, it's all right. We're here together. We're here all right. Um, but in Matthew five sixteen, it tells us um, to be a light and um, to um, go in, go into the world and mm-hmm. and let the love of Jesus be known and and to let that glorify the Father. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has been um, kind of what I have worked towards with this event. Um, God laid it on my heart about five months ago. Um, um, to go out into the community because um, it seems like it's so much harder these days to get people to come into the church. And so if they're not coming in and they're not bringing their children in, then it's our duty as Christians to go out into the communities and into the world to to spread that gospel. Yeah. Um, So we're going to have, it's going to be a great day in the Lord. Um, We've got, we're going to have live animals um, for the little ones. Well, for anybody, really, everybody's going to enjoy that. (laughs) Um, We will have a free lunch. Um, we're going to have some different singers. There's going to be some young singers and and then, you know, some adults that will be there singing that day. Um, several... Josh? Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I'm going to be quiet for oh. <laughs> I just think I think I, think I have te- him on hey, the list. He teases me about, me and him tease each other about singing all the time, Ashley. That's why I said that. <laughs> um, he's more than welcome to. <laughs> I'm going to be You'll teaching, regret brother. that. You'll regret that. I'm going to be teaching, brother. It says make a joyful noise, though, right? So, so, so we're good there. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're also going to have several different booths and the... Uh, the purpose behind these booths is because each booth um, will have a topic with a specific Bible verse. A lot of people don't pick up their Bibles and read. A lot of these people probably don't even have a Bible in their home. Um, So this is a way um, for them to, to read um, a Bible verse and, and to know what the Bible says, uh, just a few things to take with them and to be able to carry in their hearts. Um, 
So um, again, this is for every school age um, child. Um, parents are definitely involved because, I mean, without the parents, you know, how are they going to get to church? Yeah. So there, I definitely want to make them welcome as well. Um, again, there will be a free lunch. We're having, we're doing free haircuts. Um, one booth will be planting flowers, um, live animals. Our epic youth group from Coyle will be performing two really awesome skits for that day. Awesome. Um, so they're looking forward to that. Um, I'm trying to think of, there's just a lot that will take place that day, and I encourage everyone that can to come out and be a part of it. Um, I, I do want the parents to try to stay with their children if they could, because I want this to be a family event. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of kids come from broken homes and homes with addiction and things like that, and um, I, I just, I want it to be togetherness, fellowship um, with one another. Um, so I, I really strongly encourage parents to stay with their kiddos on this day. Um, it's going to be lots of fun for the whole family, and everything is completely free. Um, That's awesome. So We have the, actually me and Rachel will, Rachel does. I'll be there with her anyway. We have the book booth. We have the book booth. So, I mean, I'm excited about that, and Rachel's done, planned out what uh, she's going to, how she's going to decorate the booth a little bit. And so, I mean, I'm excited about how people can go and, Actually, when um, uh, actually, what I wanted to talk a little bit about was uh, the ones you got um, in to speak. Yes, uh, brother Patrick, isn't yes. that your brother? That is my brother, okay. and um, I'm very excited for him to be there. Um, he has actually struggled with addiction for many years, um, and God has healed him and rescued him, and I'm Amen. so very thankful for that. Um, and he's going to be there and speaking about that. Um, he, he wants everyone to know that you can turn to everything in this world, but it's all going to let you down. The only thing um, that can help you through this life is Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the only one that can fill those, fill those holes and those voids in your heart. Um, you can try the drugs and everything, but none of it will satisfy like Jesus can. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I know the title of his is I Found It All in Jesus. Yes. I mean, it's just something to great that uh the you that you guys at Coles is doing for for the community really yes so i mean it's yes. just awesome and i know that uh i'm expecting a great time and hopefully everybody that comes is gonna have a great time as well then hopefully we see not only children really know who jesus is to come to jesus to know him for the first yeah. time maybe salvation or whatever yes. but also mm-hmm. like she said families families yes. so we're thankful for that Unity. So, so you said that a lot of these kids aren't gonna have bibles or anything like this do you have any Bibles that's going to be given away? We will be given out. As a ma- I was getting ready to mention yeah. that um, in Brother uh, Josh and Rachel's booth uh, with the free books, Bibles will be included with those free books. So we mm-hmm. will have Bibles to give away. Um, several of those will be donated from Short, uh, Short Creek um, Church, which is Brother Billy Carter and Chris Carter and um, Brother Kelly Tucker and Brittany. Um, they're donating some uh, Bibles from their church as well. So there'll be shoe carnival gift cards too. Yes, correct? we uh, and we reached our goal. My goal was to get at least twenty forty dollar gift cards to give away, and we re- we yeah. we met our goal. So awesome. we will have twenty forty dollar gift cards to shoe carnival awesome. to give away for a pair of shoes for for yeah twenty wow. children. So I'm excited about that. Praise the Lord. Awesome. Amen. That sounds like an amazing event. What kind of animals are you going to have there? Um, uh, I have actually talked to the person, uh, Brother Aaron Tucker. I don't know if you're aware of him or not, but he'll be there and he's doing the animals. Um, I know he's going to be bringing a mule. Um, he had mentioned a donkey, um, a goat, some rabbits. 
I'm not sure what mm -hmm. else he's come up with yet, but uh, I guess we'll just all be surprised when we get yeah. there and see what's what he's got in mind. I'm looking awesome. for a sloth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kangaroo. Kangaroo. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> what about a cage of snapping turtles? <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> that'll make, that'll be, that needs to turn loose in the church sometime. Get everybody moving. Yeah, get them off the pews a little bit. Get up, get up, get up. Get up no. out of that grave. All right. <laughs> now, Ashley, down at uh, down at Coles, where you guys are youth directors or whatever, do y'all have a specific youth night that you guys do down there? Yes, we do. Um, we have Wednesday night uh, epic youth meetings, um, and those are at 630. Okay. Um, every Wednesday. Um, and we also, during that time, adults also have Bible study um, upstairs. We usually go down to the fellowship hall. Um, our youth likes to do a lot of cooking, so yeah. we usually have Bible studies um, that go along with food and things like that. But cool. we're always changing it up. So yeah. I love food. Yes. <laughs> and then they have they've done a lot of work on their uh, on their basement there where the youth gets together and painting. And yes, we are fully stuff, remodeling so. that. Uh, we're just trying to do away with the old and bring in some new and liven it up a little bit yeah. and um, just get excited about about Christ again. Amen. 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 I love awesome. it. Well, I think it's wonderful you're doing this for the community and you yeah. guys, I love how many churches are hopping in there and, and serving and helping out. So praise the Lord for that. Yes. I appreciate all of them who have stepped up. Uh, yeah. I appreciate it so much. So. Yeah. I found that a lot of people's hunger to do stuff. Mm -hmm. yes. um, a lot of times there's nobody activating. Right. And um, just somebody stepping out and taking initiative and saying, Hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Um, we have found over the past that, that stuff really does matter. Yeah. And um, you're always shocked how many times people would just step up who not even expected either. It's just they've never been given an opportunity right. to mm -hmm. serve. And so I, I just really appreciate what you guys are doing. And thank you. And I know the community will be a blessed for it. So Amen. thank you so much. One more thing I wanted to mention before I go. Um, again, this is a free event, but we will be taking up donations. I have a couple girls uh, in the community, Emily Roberts and Lindsay Roberts. Um, they are missionaries. They actually um, go into other nations, Africa, things like that. Um, so if you feel led to do so while you're there, we will be have we'll have an offering um, container or a donation container okay. um, for those two girls to help. That's them. awesome. Yep. Awesome. That sounds good. That's All right. Awesome. Well, um, any other questions? Now, how old are they? Are they young or? Um, um, they're actually both graduated, but okay. I'm, not, I'm not sure of their yeah. age, but they are both graduated. Okay. So do you know what parts of Africa they go to? I do not write offhand, yeah. no. Interesting. Well, to, uh, uh, the reason he asked is because Beth was actually linked up with a place over there in Africa oh, okay. as well. Okay. So. Yeah, we have like, um, well, within Africa, we probably have about, uh, what is it, six, seven, eight nations that we're have a partner, partner with some okay. way, some form or fashion. And we know a lot of people over there. So we can always... We love to build connections, right. and we have um, we have several leaders who um, you know we have Pastor Williams, we have Bishop Olu, we got Zachariah, Zachariah. Um, we've got Sammy Kamotha. We got several over there, and they're um, like I think I think Brother Williams, he's over. I don't know. I'm wanting to say I don't want to exaggerate, but I'm 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 thinking thousands of churches. Like it's wow. not just a couple. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, he's he's got a lot, and so we had, we know a lot of connections. So if they're ever interested in connecting with people, we, um, you know, we we he's love in Liberia, Africa, right? Liberia. Uh, yes, Liberia, and um, we're trying to connect him and um, actually Jeff Arrington together still. So I'm still oh, yeah. trying to hear back from um, Brother Williams for that, but. You know, I, I lo we love other nations. We love serving. Um, we're connected with an orphanage in Kenya, Kenya right now um, in a big way, Agape. 
And so that's always wonderful. Been over there myself. It's a wonderful place. Um, 300 or so kids laughing, screaming, crying, <laughs> uh, learning, eating. I love eating. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, just God's doing wonderful things. So I'd love to, right. if you know, see which, t- which part of Africa they're going in next time. And Absolutely. Uh, we can definitely. Um, I, this is the thing lovely that's awesome about, you know, connections is places to stay. Um, right. You know. And because you're, you're traveling, we I, I think unless you've been to Africa, you don't understand this or even uh, some other nations. When we travel, 70 miles is not a big deal. Like Louisville, yeah. 70 miles. We go there. OK, we'll go up there, eat and come right back. Right. 70 miles in Africa. <laughs> it could take you two days to get because the road conditions, other issues, um, roadblocks, whatever it looks like. You may you may stay two times right. somewhere for 70 miles. And mm-hmm. so having those connections and having those relationships plus um, opportunities to serve. And um, so we would love to Absolutely. do whatever we can do to help out I there. I will definitely let them, let them know. Yeah. And, and have to get them on, more information. Well, we can get them on the radio too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they can come on the radio and talk about what they're doing. Okay. And um, we have some, you know, people who love to support and drive towards stuff like that. So That's we'd right. love to get them on the radio and okay. make that connection. And I know even in this community or whatever, sometimes they don't realize the the resource that this radio station is. And, the, you know, Brother Aaron and the Beth Fellowship here, it's not just about them. It's about everybody in the community. It's about yes. getting the Networking word out. And <clears throat> that's right. So, I mean, that's why we we asked you to come in here. That way you can tell everybody what's going on. I mean, I can. we can announce it. We've been announcing it for a couple <laughs> weeks. But, I mean, I actually have the one that actually got it all together. You know, yep. it means a lot to us and the listeners to hear, all right, the one behind this actually pushing it forward to put people in place to do the things we yes, do. Sir. So we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah and I think you. it's actually on our, it's on our app too. It's it is. Event. It's yeah. on our Wonderful. Event. Thank yeah, you all. Sure yeah. Is. But so. it's been such a blessing to have you here. And um, I think that you're really setting a good example for other <clears throat> leaders who maybe have some ideas from the Lord that they want to step forth, but maybe they've not known how to step forth. Right. So I'm believing that, yeah, you're setting an example and I'm hoping to see more events like this take place in Thank the community. You. Sometimes to make a difference or make a change, you got to step you out of your comfort, step out. comfort <laughs> zone a little that's bit. So, yeah. 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 Amen. And that's never easy, y'all. No. Nope. <laughs> we like our comfort zones. That's right. That's right. Uh, oh, yes. I and think so, the Lord will bless us in it, though. Well, I know he will. Yeah. So. Yeah. Amen. 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 Well, I mean, uh, sometimes we don't, you know, it's like the comfort zone is actually our bondage, and we don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. And that's what the, you know, that's what Israel was with Egypt. Egypt was once their salvation. So when they were running away at one point, from the famine, you know, God orchestrated Joseph to get there, but they stayed there too long yeah, because it became too comfortable. Mm-hmm. And in that sense of comfortableness, they actually became enslaved. And then when they were trying to leave the enslavement, they couldn't leave the enslavement because they kept on saying, well, at least I was eating there. Unless I was being taken care of there. At least I didn't have to worry about the air conditioner there. At least I didn't have to do this. You know, that all these things were happening in the wilderness all because they learned they loved their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They loved it. Right. And you're really never going to experience true freedom, liberation and true um, life fulfillment until you learn that, hey, I can't live in bondage. And Mm -hmm. that bondage sometimes looks like addiction. Sometimes that bondage looks like this. But sometimes that bondage is anger. That bondage is bitterness. That bondage is what you feel safe in. Sometimes that bondage is your own bank account. Like this bondage could be a lot of different things. And Mm -hmm. anything that is 
detracting from the glory of God and detracting from him being your savior has become bondage to you because you're looking to something else as your source of your comfort, of your rest and your peace. And, you know, he may be calling you to Africa. He may be calling you to do something you don't want to do. Um, this right here, talking in front of people every day of my life and preaching and pastoring, that was not what I wanted to do in high school. What I wanted to do in high school was just play golf, eat, and be married. Like, that was it. That's all I wanted to do. I didn't want to talk in front of people. I was insecure. People confused my insecurity with arrogance, but it really, I was just terrified of everybody. Like, I, I was so insecure by myself. When I got in front of people to talk, I would stutter. I would tear up. I'd be so embarrassed. And now, as Josh says, you can't get me to shut up. Yeah, well, me neither, brother. Me, you, we, uh, you know. We're kindred I can't spirits. Shut up either. <laughs> and, you know, and it, it's this isn't my comfort zone. Right. Like, my comfort zone would be in the middle of a cabin, in the middle of the woods where nobody bothers me. I mean, that's it. Like, that would be, that's my personality, but God's made me a different way. So, he's got me out of, and he'll move you out. And yeah. and I love it. I think he's going to raise up more people like Ashley and, mm-hmm. and activating the community. I can't thank you enough. I mean. I appreciate being here this morning, and I look forward to seeing everybody on Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Right. Yep. Live sloths. All right. Uh, <laughs> have you ever seen a sloth in real life? I don't know. I, maybe I, if I did, it was a kid when I was a zoo. zoo. That's there... what I was going to say. Yeah. So. I want one for a pet. <laughs> they they move at my speed. They say speed. they really stink, yeah. though. I don't know um, if I can handle the smell. I got seven kids. They stink, too. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they take their shoes off, and something just died in the house. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man, that's exactly right. Hey, good brother. thing this event will be outside, so you don't have to worry about that problem. That's right. <laughs> those, <laughs> anim- those animals will be outside, right? Yes. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I coached girls basketball for years, and every time on the way home, they would take their shoes home, shoes off, and I really do think the girls' feet stink worse than the boys' team's feet. Man, oh, man. I do. As Rachel Taylor put her foot in my nose one time while I was driving, and she wrapped her foot around the seat, and put it in my face. Wow. And I literally threw up my mouth a little bit. Like, it was like one of those moments, like, give me a, it was awful. I thought, I thought something died. Like, I was like, somebody left their pasta in the van because it just, I mean, it was awful. And so a sloth can't be any worse than that. Because, well, I mean, people say the same thing about ferret. Yeah. And people love their ferrets. And I, I've been around a ferret that didn't stink so much. So, so the sloth would have so to, much. it would have to take showers or I something. I hear you. I hear you. So. Yep, you never know, man. Around you here. tell me, if somebody gave you a sloth, you wouldn't take it. I wonder how long it would take to shower. <laughs> I would hate. To, I mean, I don't want to take it. I give it to you, please. All right, all right. I'd have I got to, a bunch of cats at, outside no, now. I need to give away. No. You need some? No, no I don't. He, he needs to give some away. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> no, I don't. Oh man. I am. Maybe a, I need to bring the cats on no, Saturday. You don't. And oh, then yeah, let those away. kids to give away. Why not? Bring mine to. Hey, bring like mine a wonderful to. idea to me. No, I want parents. Somebody <laughs> needs a cat. A Can cat? we give away kittens? <laughs> hey, I want parents to be able to come back. If they, if we give away free cats there, I'm sure it'd be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I ain't going back there. <laughs> Every kid gets a kitten. <laughs> so, but no, I mean for real. If you're a if you're a parent or grandparent out there, don't forget. Please bring them out to this event at Mount Zion in Westview, Kentucky. There at the New Life Center, and uh, make sure you uh, bring them out at eleven o'clock to four o'clock. So yes. we'd love to see you. What's for lunch? Um, we will have hot dogs, chips, um, some kind of snack. 
Little Debbie lunch, like little. You had me at Little Debbie. You had me at Little Debbie. Um, yeah. I cleared my schedule. That's his favorite food. I'm not sure exactly what they've got planned up, but it, it'll be good, I'm sure. Whoever Debbie is, I really like her. <laughs> I like her too. I love Little Debbie. I don't know who she is. I don't know who Little Little Debbie's founded after, but she's my hero. I'm surprised you didn't name Eliza Debbie. <laughs> well, look, Heather didn't let me name the kids because. Um, Honestly, um, I'm. People think I'm a Calvinist. I'm not a Calvinist. I promise, I'm not a Calvinist. But I do love John Calvin's writing. Like he writes with the best of them. His books are prolific. His writing, his understanding, and conceptualization of what's going on in theology is amazing. And I wanted to name my kid after John Calvin. I was going to name at least the middle name. I was going to name it after Calvin because the the unfortunate thing is, you say Calvinism, you have all these thoughts in the modern day process and what Calvinism is supposed to be. But John Calvin really didn't even teach half the stuff people who are called Calvin has taught. But I do love John Calvin. And yeah. she said there's no way she's naming her kid Calvin. Uh, <laughs> and so we ended up with Nolan Michael, um, Jackson, Cole, and Eliza Jane, which we didn't learn till later was a country song. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and so and then we got the, the four we're adopting. Um, let's say we got... What is Phoenix's middle name? I'm still learning all. You know how hard it is to learn birthdays. Like that was the hardest thing about this adoption process is learning everybody's birthday because you got to say them a lot. Now Cloud's middle name is awful. I think it's called it's Cloud Lucius, and we meant to change it at adoption. No, it's Lucius. Lucius. I don't even know how to spell it. So, um, but we were going to change it at the adoption, and so we were filling all this paperwork, and we did the name change part of it, and we forgot to change the name. So we're going to have to legally do that later. Cause, and then it's even like our, our youngest one, she's not adopted yet, so I'm not allowed to talk about her too much yet. But we're going to flip her name. So we're, her name's already flipped, practicality, but in legally her name will flip. But man, she won't oh let man. me change names anymore. Yep. I, I wanted to name them Calvin, and they wouldn't do it. <laughs> and Debbie. <laughs> I love his Debbie. <laughs> I love Debbie. Um, oh, man. Really, Debbie Burger or... I love burgers, <laughs> steak, cattlemen. There we go, there you cattlemen. Go. You're getting us hungry now. Oh, you You're got me off food. You're guest on this morning again. Oh, Call my in. goodness. All right, well, we got to take a break. Thank you so much, Ashley, for coming in and Thank being you. with us. Again, that's 11 o'clock. Be there, be square at Mount Zion right there in Westview. Amen. Amen. We'll be right back here after the break on Mornings of Box 2 Radio on the Box 2 Radio Network. With Box Two Radio and Box Two Radio Network, and uh, we just uh, want to take this time. Thank you again for listening this morning, and I know this has been much anticipated this morning for uh, Brother Howard Jones coming be with us this morning. We just want to introduce Brother Howard. He actually pastors the River Church in Nortonville, Kentucky. And uh, Brother Howard, are you on the air with us this morning? Yes, sir. What a joy to join you guys today. Man, it's awesome. I, I've been excited about this. Me and Brother Billy have been talking about it for the past uh, few weeks, and I just want to—I uh, want you to introduce yourself to the people that may not know who you are, Brother Howard, and just um, uh, allow you. I may ask a few questions along the way. In studio with us this morning is Brother Aaron Wilson, the pastor here at Bethel Fellowship. Good morning. Radio is um, 
located then actually sister hannah hayes is with us this morning so a few people may have a question for you this morning but we have about 20 to 25 minutes and just wanted you to feel free to as the lord leads and guides you brother all right um my name's howard jones uh, my wife joanne and i pastor the river church in nortonville and we've been doing that for going on 36 years uh and uh we love serving God, and the uh, journey gets better every day. <laughs> and, Amen. and I'm just thrilled to be a part of the kingdom of God and get to know wonderful people like you guys uh, sitting right there in the studio today. That sounds great, brother. And I mean, I actually looked at, of course, I've been uh, trying to follow you guys because with everything great going on there at the River Church. But, Brother Howard, I did see where... Uh, I believe it said you guys became pastor there in 1987. Then uh, before that, what what started the vision there at the river? Because I know I was down there here about a month ago, and uh, me and Brother Billy was talking about to this uh, lady that was giving out water. She said, oh, she said, let me tell you. She said, when this started, said we was having people, if they wanted to just, you know, give money, part of it, to just purchase a, stu- a tuba for or something. Uh, yeah. Could you kind of express some of that detail there, brother? Yeah. The whole backstory, uh, I got saved Easter Sunday uh, night night service, 1976. I was a wannabe hippie, but my neck was too red. <laughs> and uh, and uh, But I, God brought me out of a lot of garbage and junk, and we started serving God then. In 1982, I married uh, Carolyn Joanne Graham. And uh, then, at that time, I was a truck driver. I drove a tractor trailer uh, for about 12 years. And then God called us into the ministry. And uh, somebody had called me to come fill in the pulpit at this church when it was, uh, it was called something else down on Main Street. And uh, so it had been established in 1948, but it had been going through a rough time. And they couldn't find the pastor. And I just came over to fill in. Yeah, And I filled in so much, finally they asked me to be pastor, and that was like almost 36 years ago. Wow! So that's the story of that. And what happened is, when we started to build this new building that, that we enjoy today, there was a whole lot of challenge with that. You know, I was a young man, I'd never built anything, not even a doghouse, let alone on the <laughs> biggest dog building. And, uh, and we just stepped out by faith, and God just met us day after day and if we if we didn't have money to do a big project we just bought like she said some two befores and put them up you know what i mean yeah we wanted to keep it moving and now uh as you have seen it's a pretty amazing place out here in the field praise god and god's faithfulness it's a testimony of god's faithfulness and uh and my only comment beyond that is when people get a dream from God. Yeah. You know, it, it takes faith to step out, but God will walk with you every step of the way. Amen. Amen, Amen brother. And I know that uh, your heart, according to what I've read and seen through you and met you, brother, it's just an amazing, amazing to know you now in the in through the body of Christ. But I mean, just it seems like the heart, actually the heart of revival has been with you guys almost since it started, to be honest with you. Well, yes, sir. Yes, sir. The, the the whole concept in my world, for some reason, when I came to Nortonville, 
I grew up on Barkley Lake and uh, even was born in Golden Pond. But when, when I came to Nortonville pastoring, I joined the Ministerial Association immediately, and I wanted unity, 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 and work with people. But for years and years and years, uh, it just didn't work. You know, we'd do a couple of services a year, and it would fade, and and we'd all become one denomination for a night as we visited different churches. Right, right. And it had no liberty to be ourselves. But one day I realized not too long ago, you know, uh, that uh, unity is not conformity. I mean, conformity is not unity. I don't have to be just like you. You don't have to be just like me. But what biblical unity is, it is a oneness. It is a, it is a relationship encounter that helps us to be very pliable without compromise. And thus, you know, I might as well go ahead and mention, as you said yesterday, you know, of course, I wrote a book about unity. Yes. And the only reason I'm mentioning that is the subtitle is The Power Behind Revival. And so we had, we'd had extended revivals at the river off and on through the years. But this time, uh, two and a half years ago, January, the first Sunday of January, that God began to move, and there's churches that started getting involved. And to this yes. day, this, revi- this revival has continued Sunday and Monday night for over uh, this week is 125 weeks, but it keeps growing with other ministers like Brother Billy, you know, yourself, and then uh, just in an hour in every direction, there are connections. Yes. So God is sustaining that. Because revival comes and goes, but to sustain a revival, it's a little different deal. It's bigger than one church if you're going to continue to do something like now. that. Yeah, that's exactly right, brother. And I mean, I'm just so, I mean, I'm so thrilled when I get to do get to come down there. But I mean, even as I see different churches being a part of this and different ones that minister, and I mean, I just, brother Howard, I'll be honest with you, brother. I mean, when I come down there and I was like, um, you know, I know you as a pastor there at the river, you know, you yes, realize sir. and I can, I can be a model for people to say, hey, I know it's not about brother Howard. And he knows that as well, because it took me, actually, I think the second time, I asked Brother Bill, I said, now, which one's the pastor? Because I never, he's like, well, he is. I said, he don't even get up there and speak. He said, that's what it is, Josh. It's not about us. It's not about him. It's about Jesus. So, Yeah, because we, we have a building in a good location. You know, it's easy to find. Uh, but not only that, you know, it's roomy and a nice parking lot or, and, you know, so forth. Mm-hmm. So really what we do is host the revival for the most part. We do, it is mobile. We, we're down in Marion, Kentucky this weekend. I yeah. mean, we'll be back down there tonight, but for most part it's here. But, but God just quickened me. You know, it really ain't about me. It is about him and uh, the guys that we work with make it happen. So I got nothing to prove after 36 years. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, man. Yeah, <clears throat> we're uh, we're getting excited too because we know and we're making uh, preparations. Actually, here where the studio is here at Box Two Radio, the church here at yeah. Bethel, 
uh, we're making preparations. I think Brother Billy and the pastor here, Brother Aaron, who's on with us right now, are you know, making preparations, hopefully, for that to be here in September. So we can't wait for that as well. I am already excited about that. That's going to be wonderful. Yeah. Amen. So, so uh, but anyway, so also, if if I could, if I could, uh, Brother Howard, I want to ask you about these four banners you guys have there at the church. And they actually, the banners are actually faith, family, yes. fire, and freedom. Is there is that just something that has started within the last several years? Is that just something that y'all have put in there, or is it something that has stuck for many years? It's been it's been several. I don't know exactly how many, but uh, when we right after we moved in there to this building, there was a lady who had passed away, and her. Uh, daughter wanted to do something for the for the church and so she bought those big pillars that are behind the pulpit you know what i'm saying yes and then we begin to think one day what is the pillars what is this <clears throat> the bible talks about the word of god is the pillar and the ground the truth you know and i'm like what is the pillars of the river what what holds this this ministry up what holds it and obviously those banners Describe that yeah. that yeah. that family. We're not see churches, or it was a temptation even for me for a while to make church a factory. You know, how many right. people can we get in the pews? How many people can ministries can we start? You know, and you go through that. But the bottom line, it's about church family. Wow. We are the body of Christ, and we put a high premium on the church being a family unit, but right. also we believe in the families, that we undergird uh, the families so we can help them be all that they can be. Wow. And then, uh, you know, like I said, it's fa- I mean, faith is the first one, obviously. Family was the second one. Back up to faith. Bottom line, <laughs> without faith, it's impossible to please, please God. So we knew if we were building on any foundation, it had to be one of faith. You know, and we're talking about faith that that's radical, not not just like I, I'm believing God to get my paycheck like this Friday because I worked all week. Yeah. But it's like believing God beyond the norm and to keep stretching our faith to see God do what only God can do. So that, that's the faith when the family one I just explained. And the next one's actually freedom. In our church, we begin to see that a lot of people, when they get born again, they have unresolved issues. Mm. They've been abused or cheated or beat down. And God forgives us of all the sins that we have done when we get born again. But then sometimes people have a hard time with dealing with the sins that were against them, you know, when, when someone is abused or cheated or whatever. And so God began to use uh, one of the ministries in the church to help people to get set free, yeah. whether it was a spiritual freedom they needed or, or renewing their mind in areas. You know, there's a lot of Christians that have a spirit of fear, for example. Yeah. And we know that that's not the will of God, that to live in that intimidation and that fear. So our, we put a big premium on seeing people get set free from the chains of their past so they can move on. And obviously, I think it goes without saying what the fourth manner is, 
fire. Right. <laughs> we Amen. believe, hallelujah, when we get the Holy Ghost, it is the Holy Ghost and the fire. And so fire also leans into passion. So we, we just encourage people to be passionate about their faith, passionate about the things they do for God. Wow. So that's did that answer your question? Yeah, hey, I love it. I love it, man. I love the each and everything behind it. Even though, Brother Howard, we know about faith, and we know about family, we know about the fire and the freedom, but still yet every other concept that somebody may have a deeper revelation about it may have another word about it hey think about this i'm thankful how the lord puts certain things in people's heart to say or speak that can encourage us can edify us that can more or less get us into a place of where we think about things deeper than we really what they ought to be so i mean with that being said how did we back two and a half years ago, back in January, when all these uh, mini services started. Now, was Brother yep. Lance? I know he's one that preaches quite a bit down there during these services. But was he from yeah. that beginning, or how did all that link up, brother? Well, uh, the backstory is on Pentecost Sunday in 2019. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, we was doing a a three to eight day revival. And he was at another church, and revival broke out, and they didn't want to let him go. So he sent a friend to his to yeah. come down, and we made a connection, and that turned into an extended revival for months and months. And so then, you know, COVID come along, and we shifted gears. And so we were, like, like everybody else, just barely getting through the COVID uproar, Right. When uh, we decided to have a revival as we began uh, in 2021. Yeah. And so I had met Lance Johnson at a uh, tent meeting, and we connected. I asked him to come by our church uh, while he was in town, and he was able to on a Sunday morning. And we loved his heart. So when we decided to start the new year with a, a, a meeting, he... Uh, come to preach it, it was a three-day meeting, and now it's 125 weeks later, and he is the main speaker, though many others have yeah. uh, come by and preach for us. Yes, sir. Yes, and I know, you know, it's just amazing when I when I can, I be down there, of course, I kind of watched a little bit, I watched a little bit last night, and I mean, it's just amazing. It's just like, even it's a fresh word for us in this day and time that we're living in. It's just so amazing how, you know, you think that being in this way so many years, you think, man, it just keeps getting better and better and better. But just know that's our God that does that and links us up and makes us stronger. Even though we may be tired in body, and I'm sure, Brother Howard, you know, throughout this, your physical body probably gets wore out to a certain time. But knowing when you get in the presence of the Lord, it's like he is your renewed strength. Yeah. You know, Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. So uh, I got an open invitation to get to Jesus and hang out with him much as I can so I can stay refreshed. But seeing what God is doing from the healings, the deliverances, uh, people getting saved, it, it makes it a lot easier to push through those days when you 
when you want to pull the cover over your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like this morning, I got a crazy guy that wants me to be on the radio at 8.30 this morning, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I booked that, I forgot we were going to be in Marion. <laughs> yeah, so, <you> know. <laughs> I, I thought about that, too, because that's actually so what it's a... 7.30 uh, that time? No, our time is no. the same, Hannah, but oh, okay. it, it, what it is... Uh, I, we drove we drove an hour to the church that we're having revival in, oh, and it yeah. you know it wasn't over till after ten thirty last night. Or, but my point is, I woke up way ahead of time, feeling great, excited to get to come and talk to you guys, and uh, I really appreciate that. No, it's just I mean we're so thankful you took the time. So I mean, then also, brother, if um, if I can just uh, kind of uh, ask you a few things about the youth there at Nortonville, you know, for the, you know, I see the youth kind of engaging themselves in the service, and it's just so amazing how they'll worship the Lord, and it's just a different atmosphere when you see children and youth, you know, worshiping Jesus, so for the biggest part, brother, if you can help me out here as I'm asking a few questions, uh, that youth that I see there at Nortonville, is that the biggest majority of you guys as youth, or is that from different churches? Well, the, the majority is our, our kids, but even more recently, there's been just a fresh wave of the move of God among the teenagers, and now there's many, uh, you know, several other uh, teenagers that join us. They go to another church on Sunday morning, but when revival time comes, they're, they're there at the river just praising God, sold out to Jesus. Um, my wife is actually our youth pastor, and we have a another building in another location that is our youth center. So many of them will join her down there for those Wednesday night services. But I just want to give her some creds right now because she's been never been about the multitude. She's about disciples. Yeah. And she is strong and loving and uh, keeping those kids on the straight and narrow. But a lot of what you see is a byproduct of this move of God. Yeah. That alone has made every sacrifice, every dollar spent to see that many young people fired up for Jesus, preaching at their schools, getting on tables every once in a while and just start <laughs> <laughs> at their school. And it is amazing to see what God's doing in that this hour through teenagers. They call them Generation uh, Z, I think it is. Yeah. And the point being, a lot of people give up hope on this generation. It's it's a sad world in the natural, but they are seeming to be hungry mm -hmm. for a move of God. Wow. And, uh, you know, that's awesome. I mean, so many times, I think even up here in the country, Brother Howard, we get so wrapped up and think, well, it's just how it is. I mean, that's what, that's what life is now. But then again, when you see you know, others actually engaging themselves. It's actually, hey, what do we want out of it? What do, we, what do we want the Lord to do for us? Even though that nobody else may be growing, even though nobody else may be doing, are we still doing the things that allows us to grow toward Him? And I know there's there's different people in different areas that's allowing the Lord to work in a way like never before. And, you know, you talk about Generation sure. Z, I actually preached a message from one one time about Jesus. He's everything from A to the, you know, because he's not yeah. a God, he's the God. And I'm thankful for he that. He is the God. 
So yes, sir. But uh, as we have a couple more minutes here, brother Howard, I would like for you to give out maybe some um, some uh, internet websites or maybe how people can engage with you. Even though we've tried to say it too, there may be new listeners this morning. Maybe people tuned in because they knew you was going to be on the air this morning. Or I would like for you yeah. to take the last few minutes just to talk about how people can engage with you guys through Facebook, through social media, through internet, or some resources that they can tap into to learn more about you guys. Yeah, it's very simple. One of the ways is West Kentucky. I mean, just, uh, yeah, westkentucky.com. That is the Revival webpage. Our webpage here can get you to all the rest of them. And it's simply the number two, to the river.com. It's to the river.com. And I think from there you can find out all, you know, the different. Uh, venues and things like that. So I just want to make that simple as can be. The number two, theriver.com. That sounds great, brother. And as we get ready to dismiss, Brother Howard, if you don't care, I would love for you to pray over us and pray over the airways this morning before we got to say bye. Yes, sir. Father God, I trust you right now, God, that whoever's listening to this program, I pray for Pastor Aaron and Hannah and Josh as they uh, are sending the gospel throughout the airwaves. God, I say right now in the name of Jesus that peace and power rest upon them and the listeners right now. God, we cry out to you all the time, God. Do what only you can do. Do, God, what we can blame on you and we get no credit for. But, God, I thank you for the power of your spirit. Thank you for the anointing, God. You set the captives free. If anyone's lost, listen to this program that they get saved today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, Amen Brother Howard. Amen. Well, I look forward to seeing you again, Brother Howard. Thank you so much for yes. being a part of it. And uh, you have a blessed day, Brother. Yes, sir. God bless y'all. See you, Pastor Anna. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. See you, Brother. Amen. So we just... Uh, it's so wonderful to hear from that, and I mean, I'm, uh, I, I just thought it was wild how I met him one time, and I can only think of me telling him my name one time, and I went back the next week, like a week later, it might have been two weeks later, and he said, hey, Josh, how you doing? I was like, whoa, how'd you remember you. my name? And, yeah. you know, just, of course, now we didn't see him. He could have wrote, you know, but I just think how he relates to people and says, want to call you by name instead of just saying, hey, how you doing? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that can show you how good of a listener somebody is. Yep. And how someone truly is listening to you. That's right. You know, they'll right. remember your name. That's good. awesome. But, yeah. I love his heart. Yep. So hopefully look forward to seeing him, and I'm sure he'll be up in a few months when, uh, when the services are here. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, good day, good morning. Um, enjoyed the conversation. Um, really love little Debbie. <laughs> and, uh, you know, God's just doing amazing things. Amen. And what was earth. Howard's last name again? Jones. 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 Howard Jones. Okay. So. Howard Jones. And so just really excited for all that God's doing. Always love Tuesday with Pastor Josh. Thank you so Thank much you for so coming much. in here. Thanks to Hannah. Um, we're going to go for the morning. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. Central Time, here on Mornings of Box 2 Radio on the Box 2 Radio Network.